Welcome to Nutra Herself. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm a midlife stepmom who's passionate about the ins and outs of nurturing yourself. I am so excited to share my story and the stories of others who can also share their inspirations because I know life is effing hard, and I get that. And so often as women, I feel we put ourselves last. I want this podcast to be here so you know you're not alone, and if I can help you with some of the journey, that's a huge bonus. So I invite you, grab my hand, and together we will be the women who choose ourselves in this next journey. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. I'm so happy to have you here. Happy Monday. I hope you had a good weekend. I hope you're ready for the week. Uh, This week, I wanted to come at you and let you know, um, I kind of already told you like what I'm bringing that I learned from 2023 into 2024. I have told you what I'm going to try to start in 2024. And this is the last week I'm really going to do this. I promise if you're getting sick of it, I'm so sorry, but bear with me. Now I'm going to talk about what I'm letting go of for 2024. Because as much as I believe like goals and um, trying new things, like those are all so important to have, obviously. But I really, truly think that letting go of things is also just as important. We tend to just like take on and take on and take on until we have too much. And then we don't want to do any of it, right? And we take on emotions and other people's emotions and our feelings and other people's feelings and and our guilt and other people's guilt. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Like maybe that's just me, but if you're anything like me, that's what happens. I just take on so much and I need to really start learning how to let go of things. So in the theme of the last couple of weeks, I have seven things I am really, I, I trust me, believe me, I've got to let go of these seven things for 2024. I've been working on them, working on them. This is the year I'm really going to release them. I need to release them. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about, I know that I've talked about it a lot, but I believe in it so much. I really feel like I can't talk about it enough. Um, I feel like this is such a time and energy suck for so many people. And it makes me feel so bad. And it has been such a time and energy suck for me and has made me really, really bad. So the first thing I'm letting go of is dieting and weighing myself. And yes, I haven't weighed myself for over a year. I have really tried hard not to diet. I am trying really hard to do intuitive eating, listening to my body, because I know the amount of energy and time and feelings of disgust and shame that I had tied up to dieting and weighing myself was so overwhelming. And honestly, it'd been overwhelming for most of my life, right? Like I can't remember a time that I didn't weigh myself, that I didn't feel bad about how I looked, that I didn't try dieting. Like it's been probably my whole entire life, right? So getting out of that mindset and that holding pattern is such a huge relief to me. I know I'm going to have regressions, but I also know that now I have the tools and the mindset not to hang out in those old thoughts and those old feelings that do nothing for me. So now I can use that energy, that time on so many more worthwhile things that actually bring more joy in my life. I truly 100% do not miss focusing on my weight and the scale. So I am going to try even more to release all of that. 
I highly recommend it. <laughs> um, the second thing I'm really, really going to try to release, and this one's so hard for me. Okay, they're all so hard, but this one's hard, is spending money on wants, not needs. Ah, this one is so freaking hard. Okay, is it hard for you too? I don't know. I mean, I know our culture wants us to spend money on wants, right? Like it, advertising, media, like that's what it wants us to do. And I know I have way too much stuff, way more than I need. And especially like it is when this comes out, it is going to be like the end of January. I guess it's going to be the very beginning of February. So Christmas just got done like a month ago. And it like even Christmas, it has gotten to the point where it's insane for us. We are trying to pare way down, but we have so many families and so many Christmases. And it's like, you know, I don't need anything. So what do I ask? And then we get a bunch of stuff. And, you know, I I really, I want to let go of spending my money on wants. Or to be brutally honest, because that's what this podcast is about. And I want us to be honest with each other. I'm going to try really like heck to let go of this. And something that has helped me with this is to be grateful for the abundance I already have. When I started being deliberate about being grateful for all the sweaters I already own, it's way easier for me not to buy another one. When I am truly like being deliberate about being grateful for, um, you know, whatever it may be, all the jeans I have or all the knickknacks I have, or all the kitchen appliances I have, then I'm like, oh, I am so grateful I have those. I guess I really don't need another one. It's just a want, right? So I don't need to buy it. And sometimes like, I don't know if this is just me, but like sometimes I forget what I have and then I buy another one. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have two. So if I could just be grateful and aware of what I already have, then I wouldn't be spending so much. I mean, I'm really, really, truly blessed. I have everything I need. I don't really need any more organizational objects, even though I love things that organize. Um, but I don't, I don't need them, right? So, whew. so I need to fix that problem. So before I make a purchase, big or small, I need to sit with it. I need to be present with it. And I need to listen to my body. When I think of that thing that I think that I'm going to buy, how's my gut reacting to it? Is it pulling me forward? Is it pushing me away? How's my heart reacting? Is it grateful for what I already have or truly yearning for what I, for that purchase? Does this purchase make me want to puke? <laughs> Is it really disturbing the energy in my body? That should be a sign, right? So I need to really sit with my body, be present with my body, be grateful for the abundance that I already have, and really put some thought and intention before I buy, because I really, truly want to release buying more wants. I really need to stick with just buying needs. Whew, okay, number three, I want to release thinking that I am not enough. I want my self-confidence back. I know I had to search where this even came from, and it came from so many places in my life. My history, 
um, which is also part of number four, which I'm going to talk about after this, which then led me to believing comments people had said about me or what society throws at us, right? I remember one comment a friend, quote unquote friend, told me about not being a quote unquote real teacher, a real teacher. What does that mean? I'm not a real teacher. I mean, at the time I was working with teens and young adults who had dropped out of high school. It was this program, um, I was helping them to create their own education plans, helping them carry those plans out by teaching the subjects to them so they could graduate high school. It was an amazing program. And I was teaching. Um, Was I teaching in the traditional school? No, but I was teaching. I have a master's in education. But I let that one comment from that one person who truly did not know about what I did sink into me and bury a hole into my self-confidence. That is not that person's fault. That's my fault. I let that happen. And this is one example of many. And maybe you have your own version of this story. And again, I'm not blaming the people who say it to us. Whether they should or not, that, that's not up to me. They did it. It's how I take, took it and perceived it and buried it in me. That's on me. And I need to not do that anymore. I need to be more sure of myself. I need to know that I'm enough. So, so many reasons we let others' words affect us. Um, and can you imagine if those people talk to us like that? Like, how do they talk to themselves then? That's probably, that's probably sad, right? Like if they're talking to us, if I can say something like that to somebody else, how am I talking to myself? That's pretty sad as well. So no, it's not their fault because that's, that's them. But also maybe feel some compassion for them as well because they can't be feeling great about themselves if they're talking to other people like that is my theory. So let's not be those people. Let's be nice, right? Let's be nice. Let's be nice to ourselves. Let's be nice to other people. Um, let's be the people we want to be. Let's be the type of people we want to be with. Because let's face it, you are kicking butt. You are freaking amazing. You are enough. You are worth it. You are all the amazing things. So let's have this feeling, especially for me, of not being enough. I am releasing that crap. I am releasing that all all the way, releasing it. And I am going to be much better for it in 2024. The fourth thing that I'm going to release and this is a little weird, so bear with me, um, is my bio father. I do not know him. I'm going to put that out there. I do not know him, but I am going to forgive myself for hearing it, for hanging on to him, and I'm going to forgive myself, and I'm going to forgive him, and I'm going to let go. Um, I know that not having a relationship with my bio father has led to a lot of self-confident issues that I've had in the past. I've tried to bury it. I've tried not to face it for like 46 years. <laughs> However, through this last summer, when I was really working on myself and going deep, I realized that I had to face those feelings head on and not only face them, but forgive them and release them. I had to forgive myself for being attached to those feelings. Like just, I'm sorry, 
to myself that I hung on to those for so long and had those missed thoughts for so many years. I'm sorry I did that to myself. I had to forgive my bio father for not knowing how to be a father to me. I had to release the anger and the sadness and the feeling of not being enough. I had to do that in order to truly move forward in every aspect of my life, from my business to my marriage to my life choices. Um, the first time I went through this process was a guided meditation with an amazing coach. And the release I felt after that meditation and after that forgiveness practice, like I felt physically lighter. It was just so amazing. So I know it's something that I'm still working on, but it is definitely a goal. And yes, it wraps up with the third one of, of not being enough there. Everything's intertwined, right? That's life. That's life. Um, so that's what I'm releasing. Number five that I am releasing is being busy. I need to know that I get to choose what I do. And I'm so grateful for that. I don't want to should myself anymore. I should do this or I should do that. Um, I don't know if you do that, but I do that a lot. And I'm going to release that. Um, you know, when someone says, oh, how are you? And you say, good, but busy, right? Good, but busy. <laughs> well, you know, we all say that, right? And we all get it. We are all busy. But to me, and maybe you as well, when I say or think the word busy, again, thinking about how my body reacts to things and observing it and feeling it in my body, when I say the word busy, my nervous system reacts. I tense up my body, my muscles, they tense up. I hold my breath a little bit. I get anxious. That's not a good feeling. It's a stressful feeling. And busy is just a word. So I need to move away from that word and release it from my vocabulary. Because if just a word can do that, thinking it over and over again can really mess up my body. So if it can do that to, again, like if it can do that to my nervous system, who, yeah. So I want to think of all the things I get to do. Yes, I do a lot of things. And they are all things I get to do. Yay! I choose to do them. I want to do them. And hopefully they bring me joy. And yes, there are things like the laundry and the dishes that need to be done to function better in life, but I can make them fun, right? I can choose to ask for help. Um, I can turn on music and dance while I do them. I can ask my family members for help. Um, and I can be grateful because you know what? I have clothes to wash. I have food to eat. I am grateful I get to do laundry and the dishes. It's a good thing. So there are many other things in life that are choices as well. When I think about like the girls and their sports schedules, going to see their games. Yes, I could think I have to do these and it's so busy and it's so stressful, but I don't actually have to, right? Like I don't have to go to their games. It's not like a rule. I have to go to their games. It's not like the policeman's going to come and round me up because I didn't go to their games. I choose to get to go to their games because how lucky am I? that I have a girl to watch, that I have a job that allows me to watch them and that my girls are healthy enough and able enough to play sports. 
and they're really fun to watch. <laughs> um, they've just grown every year so much. It's so fun to watch. So yeah, do I have a busy schedule? Do I have a busy life? Mm, okay, I am releasing the word busy and putting it full. I have a full life. I am so grateful for the abundance of life that I have. That's what I'm going to do instead. Number six is feeling guilty for me time. Now, I will start off this part by saying that it is so way easier now that my girls are older. Now that I have to make them, like, now I have to make them come hang out with me more often than not. But, you know, I went through many years and many times um, of feeling guilty for doing something just for me. And um, I, I don't know if you know how that is, but like, especially when they're younger, you just feel like you should be around them all the time. You should just be there every, all the time that they're home, you need to be right there, right at them. But you know what? They need breaks too. And they like quality over quantity, just like we do, just like we do, right? And feeling guilty for something quote unquote, just for me, like those quotes are there because I really know now and I understand that when I do something just for me, it's so beneficial to everyone in my life. Um, so yes, I could. And I have been around my family as much as humanly possible. And there are times when it was amazing and times when it was fun and beneficial. And there were times when it was stressful and aggravating. And to be honest, and not very worthwhile for any of us because we were not present. So at those times, it would have been way more beneficial for me and for all of us to just go our separate ways and take all of us take quote unquote me time. And as I learn more about human design and self-care, there are some of us who really need that downtime more than others. And I think we all need it. We need it to recharge our minds, our bodies, and our souls Taking that time, when we use it in a positive way, it can lower our stress, it can regulate our nervous system, and actually allow us to be more present when we're with our families. So we'll be more present, we will be happier, we will be less stressed when we're actually around people. Me time is not selfish. It is necessary to survive and thrive. So letting go and releasing that feeling that me time is selfish time no, no more. Not, not going to believe. Not, I'm giving myself me time and it's okay. Seventh and last, I am going to release not celebrating and being as grateful as possible. This year, I'm making it a priority. Um, For large and for small and for very, very tiny things, I'm going to celebrate and be grateful. I mean, we're only here once, right? We have this one lifetime. So we should celebrate and be grateful like crazy all the time for what we have. If you have been like me, I often get caught up in the doing, right? The busy, which we know we're releasing, and the moving forward and all the things I have to do. And I forget to look back at what I already accomplished. And this is so helpful when you're feeling stuck or unmotivated or like, oh, why bother? When you are in those places looking back at what you've already done, you can be like, wow, I am amazing. I've done amazing things. Even really teeny tiny things like I woke up today. I did not want to wake up today. I woke up today. 
I got up today and I did things today. So, you know, it can be really big. It can be really small, but remember to celebrate and be grateful for all the things that you've done. It's easy to sit back and think like, oh, you know, I've, I don't even know if you want to think about like weight loss, like, oh, I, I can only lift like for me personally, I'm at like 20 pounds. So I can lift, I only lift 20 pounds. Oh, well, guess what? Like um, two months ago when I started, I lifted 10 pounds. Wow. Celebrate that. That's 10 more pounds, right? Or when I went for a walk, I could only walk for a half an hour without being tired. And now I can walk for 45 minutes. Celebrate that, right? And like I said before, uh, waking up, putting a smile on your face and getting out the door, that's celebration. So these are the seven things that I want to release. And for me, the really big things and really small things all intertwine. There are things I'm going to have to keep working on probably for the rest of my life, but that's okay. Because if I don't start working on them, even though they're hard, even though they might be emotionally charged, I know I'll never progress. My emotions will stay stagnant. My self-development will stay stagnant. My life will stay stagnant. And no thank you to any of that. I would much rather work on myself and make my life better. And yes, because this is me, all these seven link back to my four G's as well, right? And my four G's, grit, grace, glee, and gal gangs, having the grit to release these, it's not easy, but I am allowing myself grace to take the time and energy to learn the ways to release them in a healthy way that allows me more time and energy for things, for fun things, for gal gang things. And, you know, releasing, it can be hard, but it doesn't always have to be all emotional and hard. It can be fun as well. There are so many practices and so many tools where releasing can be fun. And like I said, we are only here once. So I highly recommend fun whenever possible. And I also recommend learning these practices and releasing them with other women, with your gal gangs. There's a power and comfort knowing that there are others going through the same things that are releasing the same things. We are not in this journey alone. We're in this journey together. And your feelings may not be exactly like mine. What you're going through may not be exactly like mine because we all have our own stories. But at the heart, at the core, we're going through it. We're all going through it. So, you know, grab my hand grab my hand because together we can take this journey together. We can choose ourselves together. We can do this together. I would love to know if any of these resonate with you. I would really, really love to know if there's anything that you're releasing. Reach out to me. Let me know what you want to release. Let me know if you need help releasing it. And um, as always, I love you. You're amazing. And uh, grab my hand, friend. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this resonated with you or you think someone else could benefit, please share this episode and tag me. I truly want you to grab my hand so together we'll be the women who choose ourselves in this next journey. See you next time.